Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Hisurian Taylor. That is the key, isn't it? It is. It is predictive. Uh, you know, of, of course, the ball hits the pad. So it, it, once it hits the pad, it ricochets in various directions. We're talking about a predictive path here. Exactly. And and I mean to put it in context, though. So um, you know, I would if if we've got you know uh, ten to twelve pieces uh, bits of data um, after the ball has down uh, bounced, we can be pretty certain that the prediction is going to be correct. And it's going to be correct also. You know, people ask, you know, what happens when the ball wears off or the, or the pitch stays. I mean, that's the magic of this. The data that it's picked up after the ball has bounced and goes to the pad is the real data of either a new ball or a worn ball or a different pitch. So, you know, that same ball... That same ball pitched in that spot at the start of the day, the data we would have get get from there would give a different prediction. So you know we're pretty we're pretty confident when you've got data that it's going to be correct, and I think it's better than the human eye. Well, that's an interesting point you make, which is not often brought up by commentators. Pitches wear, balls wear, so levels of bounce throughout the course of a five-day match would change. Absolutely. And we've demonstrated that. I remember once with old um, Warney, we had a, there was an issue where um, everybody said, you know, well, that's clearly out, um, came to us and the, it went over the top. So there was quite a lot of kerfuffle about that. But while the game went on, we pulled up um, two balls that were bowled the over before that had pitched in the same, same place and hadn't hit a pad. And we were able to demonstrate that the ball not hitting the pad had gone through to the wicketkeeper and cleared the stumps. And that's when they started to talk about the fact that, I can't remember what it was, Melbourne Cricket Ground or whatever, somebody was saying, well, actually, you know, you do get more bounce here on these early days. So, you know, a lot of the stuff can be backed up. That's interesting. Okay, so uh, when Stokes is, uh, Ben Stokes is saying, let's get rid of umpire's call, um, what do you? What would your opinion be on that? As as the technology man, what would you say? Well, I would actually. Go, I have always argued the other way. Um, I mean, I, I think I think there's a really good point. There's a really good um, argument to support Stokes. They do that in tennis. In tennis now, they've accepted that the technology is correct, and sometimes it might not be, but it is always likely to. It is always more accurate than the human eye, so it will make fewer mistakes. So there's no question about that. So you could move to this and get rid of the umpire's, umpire's ball. The data's pretty good. Um, what I had always thought was that these were meant to be there for howlers. So um, we always thought that the third umpire needed to be really trained in 
the technology itself. Now, if you ever sat, came down and sat with our guys, with the hotspot guys and our guys tracking the ball, you would see that probably within 15 to 20 seconds, they already know what the result is. So the, the question about finding those howlers would be, if it takes a third umpire longer than 30 seconds to decide whether the umpire, whether to overturn an umpire's call or not, it wasn't a howler. What we're seeing is everybody going to this really nitty stuff going, oh, did that, did that, did that. It's not a howler. So that's another way to look at it. So you actually say we don't, we don't actually give that decision as a, as, a, as a given from the technology. We provide the third umpire with all the technology and the umpire's decision. It's still an umpire's decision, but it's a real umpire. The third umpire actually sees the stuff come through. He's got 30 seconds to a minute, and his only question is, with that new data that I've got, would I have made a different decision down at the, down at the wickets? The answer is yes or no. And so now we're keeping the thing where I love it to be, is that every decision is made by an umpire.